That was Not Human At All by Maddie Jane off of her Not Human At All EP. And I'm uh, my name is Ben Lewis. I have a show every Tuesday nights, but I've come on air today to have an exclusive chat with Shane Pers, Pires, sorry, the uh, songwriter, lead singer, and guitarist of the band Mocco Benj, and the man behind the bearded biker photography business, Steve Lewis. Uh, welcome to you both. Welcome, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. So, yes, your mic's alive now, so... Excellent. Yes, um, feel free to talk. Um, so I Thanks for having us. No, it's my pleasure, and it's Tune FM's pleasure as well. So presumably uh, the first thing that we should speak about is sort of how exactly Mocha Benj and the Beated Biker Photography came together. How did um, your business, the Beated Biker Photography business, and Shane's Mocha Benj band sort of collaborate? How did that come to be? Okay, I got this idea to do this business a few months ago and I was thinking of a way to present it that may be a little bit different to other photographers out there and I used to work with Shane and he has a film business and does things like that now full time and I thought well I'll give Shane a call and see if he's interested in doing like a, a video presentation. I see. Um, and one thing led to another. Um, I think it was only after the second meeting. Shane came over one day and talked about you know, what I sort of wanted and what the idea was. And then we met up for a coffee a couple of weeks later and talked some more. And, and I got home that night and I had a message from Shane saying, hey, you know, been so inspired by your story and what you want to do, I've written a song. And it was, uh, and here are the lyrics. And I couldn't believe it, it blew me away. And um, so that, that's how we got together um, and, and we've been working on this project because apart from the song, Shane's also, we're doing a short film, so Shane, um, we've been out filming. So we'll speak a little bit more about sort of the Mockabenge uh, project in regards to the short film, Shane's work on the short film with you, um, but for people that haven't heard of the Bearded Biker photography or the Bearded Biker itself, what exactly is that? How would you describe what that business is and what this is to someone that's not heard of them or heard of you before? Okay, basically I want to, and what I am doing, is travelling around this awesome country of ours, Australia, and taking photographs of it. And I want to share that with people. I want to get people off their screens and out their doors, basically, and remind them how beautiful this country is. And so basically four years ago I, I had a, a bad accident um, on the bike and I broke my leg and that was in the July and in the November I had a wedding to go to and I wanted to ride down for that and it was so cathartic um, and I was on such a high from from getting back on the bike and riding down to Naruma that I didn't want to stop <laughs> so I, I rang my wife Karen and said I want to go to Broken Hill for a week and and basically I got out to Broken Hill and I started taking photos out there and I just fell in love with the place. The colours, everything about it just made my photographs stand out. So I thought, you know what, motorcycles, photography, this is what I want to do. And so I spent the last four years travelling around, taking guys and girls from work on trips and, and you know, having, a, having a great time and coming back with a heap of photos. So basically what I'm doing is just travelling around on my bike, getting the rider's perspective of this country. So it combines two things you're incredibly passionate about, being motorbike riding and photography. Absolutely. So it's two in one deal. Absolutely. So mm. when you went on that initial trip to Broken Hill for a week, was there any, obviously, going on such a huge trip, um, you know, such a short time or such a relatively short time since you'd had a severe accident, was there any sort of, I guess, um, f apprehension or oh, worry? absolutely. Uh, riding down to, I mean, I was still, I, I was off the crutches, but I had a walking stick. So, mm -hmm. uh, luckily, the bike I crashed was my sports bike, and I still had a cruiser, which I could put my legs out straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God so, for that. <laughs> so it, it was, you know, it was, made it a bit more comfortable. But so I just packed the walking stick, <laughs> strapped the walking stick to the side of the bike, and uh, stuck my leg out, and off I went, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but there was apprehension for sure, and it took me. Um, I had to go over, anyone who knows, when you get down to Cooma and you've got to go to the coast, you go over, you go over the Monero Highway and over Brown Mountain and it's very bendy and windy and that was, you know, that was pretty soon after the accident. I must tell you, I had my heart in my mouth a few times and it took a while 
I'd say it took probably 12 months to, to get over that feeling of, you know, I would approach a bend and yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. But there was never, never a question that I was going to get back on the bike. It was just, you know, how, how was I going to deal with it and how, how long would it take? So you've been um, riding around, like you said, Australia for the past four years or so and taking a lot of photos. And the business itself, I believe, is essentially you um, put these photos on calendars, which uh, yep. we're lucky enough to have some examples of here. Um, do yep. you put the photos on anything else, any other merchandise? Oh, absolutely. Um, people can put them on whatever, whatever they like, mouse pads, coffee mugs, T-shirts, uh, posters. I, I, I don't... People can just send me an email, or send me a message via Facebook, and just say, "Hey, I, you know, I like that picture. Can I have that on a mug or a T-shirt?" And absolutely, uh, you know, I, I. What frustrates me is I can be riding along, beautiful countryside, absolutely stunning, gorgeous vista, and I'll overtake a car, and both kids in the back seat will have their heads down in a screen, or they'll be mm. looking at the back of the headset, the uh, back of the headrest you know, with a screen on it. And, and I'm just thinking, you know, look out the window. You know, so I don't care what my photos go on, as long as I get on something and, and just remind people of what's out there. So do you display, like, obviously um, you would have put your photos up so people could see the sort of photos that you're taking and whether or not they might like one to put on. Yeah, do you put yeah them on I, I have a Facebook page, and, okay, and I will have a website in the new year. Oh, awesome, okay. So there's one in the works that's coming. Absolutely there is. And so, my, our time is sort of taken up at the moment with um, with the filming. Yeah, okay. So we're going to talk a little bit more about um, Benj and the film and yep. whatnot after the first song break we're going to have. Um, before we do that, where exactly, obviously the, um, the name of the bearded biker is very descriptive of you because anyone that has seen Steve in the flesh, obviously you can't see him uh, through the radio, but he has an extraordinarily long beard. Was there any sort of, was that just, was it a, a name that just came to you in an instant or did someone suggest it to you no it, it just it just sort of came to me i looked in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of you know stood out <laughs> bearded bikers <laughs> fair enough it's the obvious <laughs> so um given that you know you've been to broken hill um you've only just recently been to broken hill for some filming in regards to this short film that we'll talk about in a little while um, you've been to you've been down the Grand Ocean Road a, couple I know, of times, a few yep, times. Grand Ocean Road. Is there any, I guess, in the future, is there any big trip that you want to do that you have not done yet? Oh. One big ride that you'd like to do? Yeah, cir- circumnavigate Australia in one go. <laughs> I was about to say, if because if, if I, the one thing I've always wanted to do is do the whole A1, so yes, I can imagine that absolutely. would be something that's... Oh, yes. My wall at home is covered in maps. You know, I've got one map of Australia and I've got a New South Wales, Victoria map, a Queensland map, and, and then different areas, different regions within those states. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to cover it all, basically. So um, obviously that's obviously something that'll have to happen down the line because, you know, doing that... Yeah, I've got to go to work. <laughs> well, yes, this <laughs> is right. That gets in the way. It's got, um, obviously, um, you have a day job that somewhat... Yes. Get a day job, night job. Um, what, in the near future, like, in, are there any plans at the moment to do a specific ride in, say, the next three months or so? Is there anything that's coming up? Um, yes, in March, probably that's the first big one for next year. Um, looking at going up to Lake Gardner. I see. Uh, the Salt Flats. And where, where is that? South Australia. Oh, I see, right here. Yeah. And um, I want to go there and... They do the, you know, the speed trials and things like that where they try and go 300 miles an hour and things like that. And, Jeez. Um, we have teams all over the world come to it. Um, a lot of Americans go there and um, I'm certainly going to go there and... and uh, try that out. Try that out, absolutely. So what's... Um, given that you have been uh, Obviously to not go at 300 miles an hour no, I'll, yes. I'll be taking photos <laughs> I was going to say let's just we'll we'll make that clear we'll make that very yeah. clear we're not going to break the speed limit by <laughs> over 200 kilometres an hour no, That's, no. We, neither the bearded biker nor Tune FM endorses such irresponsible behaviour <laughs> um, so um, would you say now that you have been to every state or territory on the bike excluding Tasmania of course because your oh, bike's gosh, not a jet no. ski no no 
You haven't been to Western Australia yet? Not, haven't been to Western Australia yet, haven't been to South Australia or the Territory. Okay, so, right, yeah, so there's a few things to Queensland, get to New South Wales, Victoria, I've covered pretty extensively. I mean, obviously I've got to get up higher into Queensland, but I've made a few outback trips into Queensland, coastal trips. So. Wow. Yep. It's, um, uh, and this, sorry to cut you off, but no, fine. this is the fourth time I've been to Broken Hill in four years too. So, Jeez, it's know, certainly so a place that you've... Oh, got an attraction to absolutely lovely out there so you know i've covered i've gone from the coast to the border you know a fair bit essentially yeah so um i guess before we go to a song break and before we sort of introduce shane a bit more and talk about mocha benj and the short film that's happening um your facebook page obviously has you can message you you can absolutely. send anything that you want to in regards to potential photos that you want on mugs shirts posters whatever do you have uh any sort of email where people can contact yes, you yes yes i've got an email bearded biker photography no sales sales at bearded biker photography it's a bit of a mouthful okay sales at bearded biker photography we will um we'll have that uh email and link to the facebook page published on the tune fm uh, facebook page laterward so if anyone does want to go and have a look at what there is to see at the moment or potentially send an email regarding anything they will be able to do that so what we're going to do now is we're going to go to a song break um because we've been talking for about 12 minutes and when we come back on tune fm we'll be talking to shane a little bit more in regards to um the short film that he's producing and the work and songs and whatnot that his band has been uh, writing over the past year, over the past year, two years. Until then, uh, we are Tune FM on 106.9 and this is More Than Silence by Culture Club. We'll be right back. Watching you play your favorite song Shutters down, headphones on I want the world to know my pain You play a cold game Wounded soul by poor tears I whisper your name so no one hears I let you mirror all I feel I play a slow game I could use
That was More Than Silence by Culture Club off their new album Life on Tune FM 106.9. Joined in the studio by the bearded biker Steve Lewis and Shane Pyers, lead singer, songwriter and guitarist of Mocha Benj. And before the break, we were talking a lot about uh, the bearded biker photography, what the business is, how it operates and uh, what inspired, I guess, the start of the business. So what we're going to do now is we're going to talk more to... Uh, Shane, uh, who is involved in the Mocker Ben side of things. So, uh, Shane, hello. Thank you for being here. Hello, Ben. Thanks for having me. Uh, that's no problem at all. So, I guess like the first question is, how did the band start? How did Mocker Ben come to be? Right, Mocker Ben. Okay, uh, the name is deri- uh, derived from mocha coffee and binge drinking but I didn't want to support that kind of thing so and I've always loved the name Benjamin and you know it's a coincidence that your name is Ben here today so uh, so I went with mocha Benj and it's spelled M-O-K-O-B-E-N-J I see and believe it or not I moved into my neighborhood and the guy next door like I was sitting in the bath and the guy <laughs> next door is a musician singing Elvis tunes and I yelled out to my missus Hey, babe, the neighbor and I are going to be making great music together. And that's basically how it started when I had a birthday party and I invited my um, now keyboard player, Bruce Schneider. I see. And he's the engineer that's uh, mixed and mastered this song we're going to hear today. And uh, yeah, I invited Bruce and his wife over, Jen, and for a party. And we just got to know each other more and more. And it was a great night. And at the end of the night, we agreed... Let's make music together. Awesome. That's one hell of a start. So and that was around 2011. Oh, okay. So there's been, it's been, the band's been, I guess, the band has existed for seven years now. Yeah, yeah. And you released your first album, the self-titled album, Mocha Benj. Was it this year or was it No, th- that's about two years old, that particular album. We actually haven't been recording. We've been more so focusing on live um, performances. Of course. Uh, that hasn't stopped us from writing, uh, obviously. Uh, from today, you'll get a bit of a taste of uh, Mocker Bench in terms of the new song. So we've had, um, obviously, uh, the bearded biker Steve Lewis has his day job that gets in the way of his writing, <laughs> and there's the band that gets in the way um, for you guys. So what, again, because we heard how you guys sort of started collaborating, you met up at when where you were working, you sort of started talking in that regard. What... Um, this short film project that you are working on as a filmmaker, which I understand you are heavily involved in, what are you documenting with this film? What is the film about? All right, Steve approached me and said, look, I've got this idea. This is what I'd like to do. You know, I take photos. I really want to bring what I take, put them down on calendars. I, I want to tell a story. I want to tell them my story because this is my Australia and look what developed was I discovered in Steve this passion for the country um, probably a passion that I didn't share initially straight away but after spending time with him out especially out of Broken Hill we were there for five days straight and it was awesome great time great colors and I just observed Steve's passion it was right in front of me it was like everywhere he turned with a camera he's like oh look at that and I'm going, what am I looking at, you know? And then, <laughs> then suddenly I go, yeah, okay, I get it, because I see his photos yeah. on the calendar, and it's like he's bringing that part of Australia back. So when he asked me if I could document, I thought, well, this will make a great short film that we can submit to festivals. You know, that's how it begins. And, you know, in, in the industry, you, you start with a small project, you submit it to festivals, and then... Hopefully, eventually, they'll go, yeah, your film's the number one. <laughs> so, um, Absolutely. So essentially this short film, this short project, is documenting a ride with, or not necessarily one specific ride, but how Steve works and how mm-hmm. he operates in regards to riding, taking photos, and yeah. turning it into a business side of things. Yeah. Yes. Um, do, you have, would, do you have a name for, this, for the film yet, or are you keeping it a well, secret? We've gone with the title of what Steve is and what he calls himself. And the Bearded Biker. The Bearded okay. Biker Photography. That's right, what yeah. it's called, yeah. basically. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, going to be the story of, of that. Yeah. I've got to say, like, you know, like gra- the, the great Australians that we um, are so used to, like Steve Orwin and, and um, Russell Coit, they all have their own <laughs> cat's cry. And, 
what's developed out of this, and, and it's, it's the chorus of the song. Steve was started saying, I love this country. Yeah. Right? So I thought, okay, there's our chorus. But now the song, we, t- we, we ended up calling it Love This Country. That's the title of the song now. So, so the yeah. song that um, Shane is referring to is the uh, song called Love This Country, which Mocha Benj wrote and recorded to sort of go as the theme song to the Beated Biker short film. Yes. I believe the Beated Biker was also incorporated it as a sort of anthem or as a sort of like <laughs> war cry of sorts. Yeah. Um, so where where exactly is this film going to premiere? Where are we go? Where is it going to be seen first? I haven't really decided which festival we're going to enter because um, we're talking probably mid next year before it's finished. Okay. There's a fair bit of work involved yet still. We're still capturing I can the imagine. film. Um, today is one of those days we're still rolling the cameras to capture what we're doing. And um, yeah, so but you'll be sure to know when it, when that happens. We'll let you know for sure. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. So um, obviously you guys took a lot of footage from your Broken Hill trip just recently, mm-hmm. which I believe was the entire purpose of the trip in itself was to go out to Broken Hill to get footage. Yeah. The trip that Steve was referring to earlier, the trip to um, the Northern Territory, and I forgot the name, Lake... Gedner. Gedner, that's in it. South Australia, yeah. So I t- I, South Australia, uh, I beg your pardon. So I take it that will be part of the, that will be filmed as well. There will be some footage taken from there. Or is that more of a leisure ride than anything? No, no. That, I'll be going out there and, and I'll be taking photos and I'll be doing some recording and things like that. I mean, Shane wanted to come. He would be most welcome. But, it's, you know, it's, it's a fair hike and I wouldn't I wouldn't expect Shane to, to you know, Fair enough. So, in, so some rides you will do um, solo, yeah. so you'll do just to ride um, for the pleasure of riding and take photos for the pleasure of taking photos. I guess that's an advantage to a business of this nature. You don't ride f- to work. You take photos because you enjoy it. It just happens to be part of Absolutely. And the great thing about taking photos on the bike is I have a great advantage with the rider's perspective because I can, I can turn a bend, come around a bend, and a whole vista will be in front of me and it'll just it'll just scream photograph because i don't have any obstacles in front of me i don't like you do in a car so i I have i have it all out in front of me and so it just it just makes it so much easier riding the bike you know to you know take the photos that i that i do yeah i see i understand that um and shane you of course um the sort of the filmmaker and the film and the i guess director of photography in need of a better word in regards to this film and you developed the song that we're going to hear in a few minutes, Love This Country, the theme song, whatnot. Yeah. Um, where exactly would you like to see this go? Would you like to um, collaborate with the Bearded Biker more beyond this film? Would you like to um, focus more on uh, photography or motorbike riding? What is sort of the, the end goal for you? No, I'm certainly happy to come on board again to do parts two and three, whatever, whatever eventuates. Providing I'm not sort of you know nailed down doing other projects in the new year, mm-hmm. um, I've pretty well stopped everything that I'm doing film-wise to focus on the bearded biker at this stage. And um, being a musician um, as well, I'm sort of like connected to my band in a big way in terms of like we've got a few gigs to do too, and um, so we need to focus the attention to that and rehearsals and you know blah blah blah. Yeah, most certainly <laughs> I can understand All the usual that. Suspects. <laughs> I can certainly understand that. So, and I guess it, um, the project, the bearded bike of the film itself, it gives both of you a great benefit. It's something for you to be very proud of. It certainly gives the bearded biker a lot of exposure for is the photography side of things. Yep. Um, you spoke earlier, essentially, you just said that you had take great pleasure in riding around Australia because it is such a magnificent place to be. Is there any desire at all to go anywhere international? Um. Depends on the sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said go to Japan because I love him because he rides Kawasaki. I was going to say. He's got a should be an ambassador <laughs> for the Kawasaki. Absolutely. Great bikes. Um, oh, well, New Zealand it would be fantastic. I was going to say New Zealand's probably got to be up there. But... Uh, Look, growing up as a boy and watching the westerns, and um, you know, in the seventies, and you know those great trucking movies like Convoy and things like that. You know, the American landscape, absolutely. Which I've discovered is, we, we, when we go out west, we, we've got we've got very very similar landscape to what they've got over there. But 
Uh, certainly Monument Valley, Colorado, um, Nevada, Arizona, Utah. you know, Utah. Well, yeah, that would be fantastic, you know, but... That's obviously not something that's going to happen in the future, of course. That's you know, a, unless you get a sponsor. Have bike, will travel anywhere, really, I guess. Yeah, but, of course. You know, but, yeah, America would be awesome. Is know. there any, um, and obviously to cover the long, the sort of the forgotten part of Australia, mm. um, is there anywhere, any decent rides or any decent roads to ride in Tasmania? Well, t- Tasmania, um, you can go all around it really can't you um, I guess the, you've got to get the bike over there first of all oh well <laughs> ride down to Melbourne and, and get the ferry across and, yeah. and ride there but um, Tasmania would be fantastic absolutely I I spent some time in Tasmania you know a few years ago not riding but just to visit and it was absolutely beautiful so yeah absolutely I want to get down to Tasmania for sure we're going to swing back um, to the song that we're going to premiere in a few minutes in just a second um, two final questions before we do so first um, first one being the um, area that you've already covered, um, so everywhere from you know New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favourite, not destination, because I think Broken Hills pretty much got that beat. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular highway, a particular road that um, springs to mind as the best one or the most enjoyable to oh, ride down? The Silver City Highway. And whereabouts is that? Broken Hill. Okay, <laughs> tough <radio. laughs> Broken Hill. So I think Broken Hill sort of got the endorsement of the bearded biker today. The, the Silver City Highway is just spectacular. Uh, a, a good friend of mine from work, Mark, uh, we did that ride in September. And it's not sealed all the way up to Tibberborough from Broken Hill. I think there's still about 50 kilometres still to seal. Um, so broken up in about four different sections. Yeah. Um, but we did that ride and it was absolutely sensational and I can tell you when they seal that road that will be it will be top five roads in Australia to ride for a motorcyclist it was absolutely spectacular and Mark and I had a fantastic time up there and it's great so sealed roads are better to ride on than unsealed roads for my bike, they are. I mean, I don't think my bike probably <laughs> is designed to have gone on those unsealed bits, but it did fantastic. That's so, good. Um, yeah, for, for my bike, I've, I've got a, a big cruiser, so it's it's certainly better on the sealed roads, but it handled that, not a problem. And this leads into the last question I wanted to ask for now. Uh, obviously, you have a Kawasaki as a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane, I'm not sure what bike you own. Is it a Kawasaki? <laughs> no, I drive the support vehicle. <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> it's yeah, a car. Okay. okay. Yeah. So car. would you say that the Kawasaki is one of the is your personal favourite brand of bike well I, I, I've I haven't had a bike that's let me down to be honest with you I, I've been riding for over 20 years I've had Hondas Suzuki's Yamaha's Kawasaki's and um, you know Japan, I'm telling you Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they, they've all been fantastic uh, I several of them have been my favourites at the time so of course um, the two bikes I've got now the Kawasaki's uh, you know I've got a mean streak um, which is sort of uh, just my road bike, uh, which has done a lot of the trips. It's done a lot of the miles with me. But the um, the Nomad, the big cruiser, um, you know, it, it's it's fantastic. It's got the big panniers on the side, and I can fit all my stuff in that, and it's it's fantastic. Okay, so now we're going to swing back to Shane because we're about to premiere "I Love This Country," uh, the song by Mocha Binge. So I guess the question I'm going to ask to lead into it is what, obviously we spoke about how the song was written, um, how it came to be, what, I guess, part in the short film is it going to play? Is it going to be like a theme? Yes, um, the theme, the main theme, probably during the outro of the credits, but we've actually got about five versions of the song, full-length production with no lyrics, we have an acoustic version, and we also have um, just the chorus, you know, like the chorus is a bit of a hook. It's, that's what, what songs are all about, is getting a hook in them. So the chorus, I love this country, there's something that we want the, the country to sing, you know. So Absolutely. Um, although this song isn't available yet um, through any of our uh, platforms, all the Mocker Bench music is available through the usual iTunes, Spotify, etc., etc. Um, you search for it, it'll be there. So I just hope you don't mind that little plug, folks. No, that's <laughs> um, I sort of expected that. So what we're going to do now, um, because we have been speaking for another 12 minutes, we're going to premiere Love This Country um, by Mocha Benj. 
on TuneFM 106.9. This is the theme of the Bearded Biker short film. This is the anthem of the Bearded Biker, and we hope you enjoy it on TuneFM 106.9. Apologies, uh, on 106.9 Tune FM, we've just had a little bit of technical difficulties. The device that we are going to play the song off needs a password. <laughs> <laughs> so while we, um, while we sort that out... Um, and the password is love this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, apologies for that. Uh, I didn't expect the device that we're going to play it off to, um, I guess, quite like time out for... Um, but, okay, we appear to be um, good to go. So... Pray tell that this works, which it should do. We're going to play Love This Country by Mocker Bench on TuneFM 106.9.
And that was that was Love This Country on Tune FM 106.9. That was uh, the song day premiere of, of Mocha Benj, who are, I guess, using that as their theme for the Bearded Biker short film. And the Bearded Biker himself is using that as one of his trademark songs. So that was one hell of a song. That was very good to hear. And I, th- I certainly think it's going to sound pretty amazing when the final product gets released. There will be a video clip. Um, my apologies, the microphone wasn't turned on. Uh, there'll be a video clip for it, will there? There will be a video clip. We'll we'll get together in the new year, and um, you know when Shane tells me he's he's ready, we'll we'll. Um, I mean, we, we've already got footage for it, but we've got to put it together. Shane's put it together, and we'll do a bit more for it. But yes, there will be a video clip for that song certainly. Okay, sweet. So well, the last, obviously, we're just going to ask a few more questions before obviously our time finishes up, and we will um, bid everyone farewell. Um, a question that came to me during the song break was, have you, obviously because you take people from work and you take people, you know, your mm-hmm. friends, your family, mm-hmm. etc., on rides, have you taken anybody to places they've never been before, like shown them parts of Australia they've never seen before? Yeah, yeah, there's, um, we've, there, there's a good good group of guys and girls at work that are into the bikes and, um, you know, I know one of the trips to Broken Hill, uh, one of the fellows, Sarge, he hadn't been out that far before on a bike, so that was his first time out there. And one of the Great Ocean Road trips I did, um, Scott, Chris, Mark, myself, uh, it was Scott hadn't been, hadn't spent any time south of Sydney, basically. He, all his time surfing was spent north, in, on the north coast. So, and he got a real buzz about getting down there. So, you know, when... T- Taking people away to somewhere they, they haven't been before um, is fantastic. To, to stand back and record their reactions to seeing things for the first time it, uh, is fantastic. And, you know, that would be good to do with the business down the track to sort of go off sort of doing a, you know, like a t- tours, taking kind of people tours, out on yeah. tours for sure. Um, absolutely. But, yeah, um, we've, we've done Jindabyne. Uh, there's a group of us have gone down to Jindabyne and spent four or five days in the snowies. We've done that a couple of times and um, we just have a ball, have an absolute ball. We get away on the bikes and we take photos and we just have a great time. It must have been um, certainly in, like it would have been good to see and amusing in some cases to see a lot of people's reactions when they see the best of what Australia has to offer for the first time, having never seen it before. It's absolutely, I mean, and this country's got a lot more than Great Ocean Road and Broken Hill and things like that, uh, obviously, but certainly, taking someone as a photographer to get someone's first reactions to something you know it can be as good as the, the landmark they're in you know of to, to, to get that that sort of to stand back and and see them go wow you know it's fantastic so very obvi- satisfying it's um like you said you mentioned possibly uh, eventually taking uh, people on tours as part of the business um yeah. so I guess, given how much Australia has to offer, like you said, the Great Ocean Road, Broken Hill, mm-hmm. you know, could, so many other different mm-hmm. attractions, landmarks I haven't even mentioned, um, it sort of makes you, or it makes a lot of people realise that there's certainly a lot more to this country than what they know or what they're aware of. Yeah, of course, you've got the major tourist attractions and, and, and natural beauty places, but, you know, I, a lot of my rides too were just overnight trips where I've just gone 300 miles up the road I mean I did a trip in July where I just came up through I came up this way actually and went up through Manila and Upper Manila made my way up to Warialdo and then across to Moree and then you know to St George so, so places you know that a, a lot of people wouldn't think to go yeah. to I guess and um, I got stunning photographs on that trip so <laughs> You don't have to go very far. You don't have to go very far at all out your front door to to see the best of, of what's around here. Absolutely, this and I think that's why I love this country. It's just um, it's just full. It's just full of, of natural beauty. Uh, it certainly, I uh, certainly uh, makes me realise I need to travel a lot more. I am, um, of course, I've only been to Broken Hill once in my life, and I was far too young to remember most <laughs> of what's out there. So, um, uh, another question that came to mind is. What's sort of like, there must have been examples of uh, hilarious or funny <laughs> incidences on the road during rides or whatever. Can you think of like the funniest things happened to you while you've been on a ride? Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, you go away with a bunch of guys and, and there's always fun times. Like, 
you know, usually when I go away with uh, a couple of mates from work, Sarge and and Robbie, I just spend the whole time laughing, basically. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you share a cabin with those two guys. <laughs> there will be bloopers. <laughs> there will be bloopers and, and, and you know, just laugh. Just just have, just have a great time. I mean, this, this recent trip out to Broken Hill um, was just fun. You know, we, we worked from pretty much sun up to sundown every day for the for the time we were there and it was just fun you know when you when you're going away and, and doing something that you love you, you can't help but enjoy it um so one of the funny i haven't got a specific funny story of what happened out to broken hill but but on this most recent trip but it, it makes me chuckle when i think on the friday it was probably the hottest day we had and shane's a bit of a taskmaster and you know, go up there 200 metres and ride down there and turn around and come back and, you know, you hope that he gets it in one take, but it was always... And we, we had we had radios, you know, like walkie-talkies, so, yeah. you know, we could hear each of other. Course. And I, w- I would do it, and it's it midday, one o'clock, and it was really hot, and, um, you know, I'd, I'd get down there and... I'd, Is that it? Did we get it? No. <laughs> one more. <laughs> and and that, that would, you know, that, that happened that happened so many times. But... But there was, it came to near the end of the day and there was this huge pool of water and across the road and, and Shane wanted me to, to ride through it and it was, oh, thank goodness this is going to be heaven. I can't wait to do this half dozen times. And, of course, went through it, water went everywhere, all over me. It was fantastic. And I, oh, fant- Shane, did we get it? Yep. Oh, yeah. He wanted to do it again, I'm sure. <laughs> You're kidding, you know. So, you know, that makes me chuckle thinking of that. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> we got that on the first take. <laughs> the, oh, yes, God. The um, uh, I guess sort of like one of the last questions I want to ask is this obviously passion for Australia and the country and the landscapes and the scenic things it has to offer, has that just sort of become a an interest in that passion of yours in the last four years and the last years where you've been absolutely. consistently riding? I would say, yeah, definitely being on the bike, absolutely, because you see it so much, or I see it, uh, and, and other motorcyclists, riders would would, uh, would know exactly what I'm talking about. You, you're in it. You're in the, the landscape. You're, you're a part of it. You, and as Shane, I mean, that song is brilliant because, you know, it, it describes it so well, you know, what it's like to ride along, you know, the... You know, I'm loving the hot and the, the cold and the warm, cool breeze. You know, you can be riding along and, and oh, geez, I'm a little bit chilly. And then you'll, you'll ride through an air pocket and be warm. And then, you know, and the opposite will happen. So, you know, and, and you're riding along. And as I said before, you're not in a car where you're, you know, you've got your pillars and your mirrors and everything that, that sort of obstructs your view. You've got it all in front of you. So, you know, when you're, when you're out there and it's just laid bare in front of you. So absolutely, it, it really took off for me. You know, as I said, but you know, four years ago, and 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 it just has only gotten stronger the more I've done it, and the more that I've you know gone with other people and seen their reactions. Absolutely. Because I remember, um, obviously, I knew that when I was younger, and um, when my brothers were quite younger, we would go away. Um, you know, I guess I probably should mention that the bearded biker is my father. Hello, I son. I don't think we've actually. I don't think that's actually been mentioned the entire. No, the, I'm not the, related. The entire <laughs> hour, but um, I remember when. You know, we were younger, we'd go camping, we'd go up into the mountains, we'd go all over the place, and we'd go to a lot of um, scenic areas. So I guess there must have been oh, an abso- interest oh. there before. I've always loved, always loved um, you know, this country, yeah, absolutely. Um, my parents took me, that's what my parents did for me. You know, we'd always spend time at the beach or spend time up in the mountains. And, and we had like an annual holiday each year down to, um, down to Victoria. And it was like a 12-hour car ride, and there were no screens, there were no things then. If you didn't look out the window, you'd spend the whole time bored. So I used to look out the window and daydream if I wasn't sort of picking on my sister, you know. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I, I've always, always loved it. And, and also, I guess the time I was growing up in, you know, I was about seven or eight in 77, 78, uh, Albie Mangles, you know, you would wouldn't have heard of Albie Mangles, but he did the World Safari movies. And, and yeah, you know, you'd see Albie Mangles in this fantastic place and, you know, he, he'd be shirtless and with these cut-off denim shorts, you know, holding a horse and he'd have some beautiful woman next to him. And it was, and then, you know, he'd be, 
Hey, look, I was a young kid, you know. <laughs> it just seemed very exciting to me. Uh, it's a good memory. Yeah, it's a good memory. <laughs> I, I don't do the denim shorts and the bare chested. <laughs> just stuff, to but, explain. But, <laughs> you know, I, I used to watch him and, and think, wow. Wow, what an adventure. He was an adventurer. Absolutely he was. And, and, you know. Just to explain the random outburst of laughter, um, Steve's wife, Karen's in the corner of the studio with us. I'm taking pictures. She was cacking herself laughing. So (laughs) (laughs) I I think she thought the denim shorts might have been a good look. I don't know. So I've completely lost my train of thought now. So um, obviously, you know, I've, um, when I was younger and when we would go for, you know, trips it was i guess sort of like oh, okay this is long but now since i've started driving my own vehicle I've t- it's a lot more exciting and a lot more enjoyable for me to actually be driving through everything and being able to see everything a little bit better absolutely um i don't quite think i would be ready or entirely courageous enough to get on a motorbike just yet um because you know that's certainly two different things but i can certainly see where this sort of enthusiasm and where this passion would come from absolutely yeah so um we've got basically a minute um the last thing i'll sort of ask is if there is anybody that's listening to this that does have an interest in australia and does want to get on the bike and does want to you know ride around to anywhere any sort of landmark any road they want to go on just to see more of australia would you recommend they do it (laughs) absolutely look and if you if if you're not on a bike get in a car you know, get in a truck, get in a combi, you know, get out and, and remind remind yourself of how beautiful this country is. And before we all disappear into screens, you know, take a take a walk out the front door and, and take a drive, take a ride and, and just just see this beautiful place we call home. That's very well said. Um, mm. So I've been Ben Lewis here on Tune FM 106.9. Um, thank you, Shane, uh, from Mocker Bench, for joining us today. Thank you for having me there, Ben. Uh, certainly our pleasure. And a big thank you to Steve, the bearded biker uh, of Bearded Bike Photography, for coming in having a chat to us about what exactly he does and wherever this started. Thank you, son. So, <laughs> um, we uh, certainly appreciate it, and I hope that uh, people can will be more interested in, you know, the levels of excitement for the short film will ri- will rise that will be released hopefully sometime next year um tune fm we will put Definitely. we will put a link to um the bearded bikers facebook page and the email address that so that people can inquire if there's anything they'd like to see and i tell you what i'd be happy to ride up thunderbolts again to come up you know <laughs> <laughs> i was going to say of course you would have gone the through Gloucester uh, and through thunderbolts way my to get goodness. to armadale from where oh, what, a, what a ride yeah. thunderbolts way it was spectacular today thunderbolts way of course for people that you know normally travel up the highway if they're coming to and from armadale is uh, rather than going up the highway you go through uh, go up through gloucester and up through the into the mountains through walker through urala and the ride from Gloucester to Walker would be something special. It was, it was mm. in its glory today. I've I, ridden it many times, and today it was spectacular. So, I dr- I must admit I can't resist driving down Thunderbolts Way when I come home, even though my car's breaks. Probably don't thank you for it. <laughs> but um, that being said, um, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, we'll hear from you more soon. And no worries. Thank you. Uh, on Tune FM 106.9, we're going to play this little uh, interview out with probably the most appropriate song I could find. This is Down Under by Men at Work. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
The first album I ever bought was a Ghostbusters soundtrack. Tune FM. 